I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time, Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called a Mariner's The Mariner's Call with you usually around the weekend period of time from the book of John. John chapter 21. I find a fishy chapter here. We've got sort of a little island of scripture. We can just go round and around, and there's so many good fishing spots here. And John 21, it just takes me days and days to complete, but I don't have days. We have just about 14 minutes here with you at this time. John chapter 21, we'll give you some thoughts there. Uh, we'll think about some commentary from a fisherman on John 21, and especially the statement of our Lord. In verse 12, chapter 21, verse 12, Jesus saith unto them, he saith unto them, come and die. Who's them? Some old commercial fishermen. He saith unto them, come and dine. Here our Savior makes a breakfast for some men. Oh, it's good to have you there. Hey, if we ever can help you, feel free to correspond with us. Our announcer at the end of the program will give you an address whereby you can write to us. If you have access to a computer, we're just there. They're on the World Wide Web, just at FOMM dot O-R-G, F-O-M-M dot org. That'll bring you directly to us, and you can look at us. If you'd like to correspond with us, if there's something that we can help you with, please. Uh, by the way, I sometimes I forget. In fact, most of the time, I forget to say thank you for writing to us. Thank you for the correspondence. Every week I look on this desk and see these people that have written. And I, I am grateful and I am thankful. And if you write to us, well, in fact, if you've written to us and you've never heard back from us, there's something wrong. Uh, my friend, we either did not get the mail or sometimes our mail comes to us and it is torn apart. Uh, the address is torn off or something, but we would be desirous of getting back with you. So if you hadn't heard from us and you've written to us, please try us again. We promise to get back with you. And if there's something we can do, let us let us know. And uh, in fact, I'll tell you what you can do. You can do some homework for me. If you ever come across a good fishy story, oh, let me know. I love fishy stories, especially if they're real and if they're true, send me something, something you've experienced, maybe some testimony that you have that would really help me. John chapter 21, verse 12, Jesus saith unto them, come and dine. What is this? An unusual chapter. In fact, for me, a great chapter. This is a chapter where we have our Savior presenting himself. Our Savior now has, has come from the cross to the grave. Uh, Risen again, he's declared to be the son of God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. How do you know that Jesus, this Jesus Christ is real? The only man that ever got out of the ground. You know, I feel sad for some people who are parts or who profess 
we think about membership or profess some kind of feelings about other religions outside of Christianity. I feel so sorry for them because of where their founder is. Their founder is still in the grave. Why am I a Bible-believing Christian? Why am I a follower of Jesus Christ? Up from the grave he arose. And our Savior here, he finds himself after he's come out of the grave, he stays on the earth a number of days, and here he's on the shores, he's on the banks of the Sea of Galilee. In fact, northern part of the Sea of Galilee here is called Tiberias, and he's observed probably all night some old fishermen. And they've toiled, they've fished, they've toiled and they've fished, you know. Uh, and uh, our Savior sees them early in the morning, and uh, they're still, I guess, pulling in the nets, you know. And he hollers out to these men. And, of course, all they can do is see a silhouette of somebody on the beach. They also see a fire that's there. And he says, fellas. He said, yeah, catch any fish? In fact, the Bible says here, children, have you any meat? And they answer, what? You got it. The answer, no. And he said this. He says, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you shall find. And sure enough, they cast the net out. My friend, the net encompasses a great school of fish, a hundred and fifty and three. There was a hundred and sixty of them all together. The reason they didn't catch any is because the Lord had taken and got them all and pulled them together right offshore of where he was. <laughs> he had them all in a school. He had them ready for these guys to catch. But he had 160 all together because he had to feed these men, which he did. There was seven of them. So seven and 153 would be 160. So we know there's at least 160 fish there. You say, well, uh, I have some questions, and I'll be honest with you, in reading the text of Scripture here, I can sort of ask some questions. Some have thought this. They said, where did he get the fire? All right, now, he is on the beach. He is making for these guys breakfast. He has bread and fish upon the fire. How did he start the fire? Where did he get the bread? Where did he get the fish? And uh, you said, is it wrong to think about that? I don't think so. But in my mind's eye, by faith, I understand. This is the Savior with his hands. He made everything over my head. Kind of in Genesis chapter 1, just a little P.S. He made the stars also. If our Savior could make everything we see, he'd have no problem starting a fire. He would have no problem making some bread. By the way, he's the living bread. He would have no problem as far as these fish is concerned. My friend, if we're to have dominion over those fish, what about, what about the Savior? You say, well, how did he do it? I don't know. Maybe he called them all by name. And he said, all right, seven of you guys now. He said, you guys all together now? Well, I got a boat coming by in just a few minutes. And he said, they're going to put over the net and they're going to catch you. And seven of you fellas, I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want you to jump on this fire right now. I believe they did that. You said it didn't happen that way. Well, I don't know how it happened, but my, my story is just as good as yours. And I called them by name, bread and fish up on the fire. Where did he get it? He made them. He made it. He is the one, my friend, that is the great creator. And the creation, I think, obeys him. Did Jesus eat in a glorified body? I find yes. Maybe a hint at it in verse 13. And a little further where we know for sure in Luke chapter 24, our Savior in a glorified body eats fish. We think about a honeycomb. And of course, would include with that bread. Bread, fish, honeycomb, a good breakfast food, by the way. A good Bible breakfast you know, I find here some lessons that's learned. You know, in verse 6, 
It says, and Jesus said, cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find. Then I find in verse 12, Jesus saith unto them, saith unto them, come and dine. All right, now I find Jesus here interested in temporal, the temporal needs of these men. Isn't that good? We've said many times, yes, God's grace is sufficient, but his food is also sufficient. He's interested in our temporal needs. My friend, I think he understands. And I think he relates to you, those of you that are sick, those of you that are getting up into age, those of you that have problems, those of you that have problems that have to do with just this old world and the things that's in this world, just temporal things. I know the Savior is interested in that. He was interested in these men's temporal needs. I find, in fact, in verse 12, Jesus saith unto them, come and dine. This is no more than what we would call an invitation. I like invitations. I like people to invite me all to different things. I've been invited different places, literally around the world to go teach and preach. I enjoy that. I like an invitation. I really like an invitation to eat. And according to verse 13, Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and fish likewise. This invitation was to eat. Of course, these men were cold and wet and hungry. They told all night to take nothing, you know. Now they had this big, huge uh, bunch of fish. They got to take care of them. They had to take the fish out of the net. You know how all that is? Yes. But these men, my friend, were taken and provided for by our Savior. He invited them to eat. Uh, I love to eat. So people have asked me once again, said, you know, will we eat in heaven if Jesus ate in a glorified body? Surely. Surely this is something that we could do also. If we don't, my friend, the Lord's going to take care of that. If we do, well, amen. But I do find that the invitation here was to eat. Jesus has the table spread where the saints of God are fed. I'm glad Jesus is interested in temporal things. And the invitation here was to eat for us in this age, for us in this age, more, my friend, than just uh, we think about bread and fish upon the fire. My friend, he expects us to take and feast at his table, at the table of the Lord today. We think about this book. God has preserved for us a book. And in this book, we find the words of God. And the words of God are good for us. In Jeremiah's day, uh, Jeremiah said this, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And the word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. I took the word of God. Not only did I read it, but I swallowed it. So we think about bread and fish, amen. We partake of, it helps the physical. We think about the words of God. We take it in. Yes, it helps the spiritual man that's on the inside. The invitation is to eat. Not only that, but our Savior here in verse 12, he says this. Well, he's there. Jesus saith unto them, come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord. Not only just to sit down and eat, but just to sit down and be with him fellowship with him. But our time is gone. We have to ask the question now, what's this all about? Why did he feed them? Why did he provide this breakfast breakfast for them? Surely he was interested in helping them and their family by providing for them some fish. Surely he helped them physically by taking care of their problem with their tummy. Their physical need is for us a breakfast an early morning meal. But why did he feed them? Why did he say come and dine? Why come and dine? Verse 15, 16, and 17, he saith unto Peter, 
All right, Simon Peter, and as the captain, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto them, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto them, Feed my lambs. Then he says in verse 16, Feed my sheep. He says in verse 17, Feed my sheep. Why did he feed them? My friend, I believe with all my heart, and of course there's a lot of preaching in verse 15, 16, and 17. My friend, I believe he fed them to show them that they are to feed others. He said, Simon, feed, feed, feed three times. Lambs, little sheep, sheep, we think about big sheep. We're to feed the saints of God. Yeah, that's what these programs are all about. I try to ask the Lord, please, Lord, help me to be used by the Spirit of God to motivate and move these people. May I be a blessing to these folk. May this something that I say be food for the soul of Christian people. That's our responsibility. Why did he say come and dine so that we could say often? We think about the work of a local church. Some of you pastors, all we can say when we get in the pulpit Oh, it's good to have you to come today to dine at the table of our Lord. And then we open the Bible and we feed the saints of God. But you know, also soul winning. What is soul winning? It could be illustrated a number of ways, but it could be like giving food to a starving soul. Oh, if I told you about a story of someone that I knew that was starving and said, could you help me with some funds? Some of you would do that. But our heart needs to be touched over those around us that we meet and greet every day, or those in our community that are literally starving spiritually. Jesus said, come and dine. Jesus feeds us every day. Jesus has the table spread where the saints of God are fed. He feeds us every day. What for? So that we can feed the saints of God. He fed these men. What for? So that they could feed others, especially now the souls of men. We need to give the invitation often to the souls of men, how that Jesus is there with outstretched arms desiring to save. Feed the saints. Feed the sinners. Tell to others, as Jesus said, come and dine. Until next week, the same time, Fisher Mund saying goodbye.